Hello and welcome to another episode of Grow Your Patch, a podcast about gardening and self-sufficiency. From growing food to flowers, house cows to hens, this podcast is going to help you get the most out of your patch of dirt, no matter how big or how small. And I'm your host, Shannon Crocker, a gardener, farmer, self-sufficiency dreamer, a person who loves to make the most out of my patch of dirt and helping others do the same. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Grow Your Patch and today I'm talking about something you can be planting in your garden right now that's going to give you some amazing colour come spring. I'm talking about bulbs and there are lots of different options for bulbs and they don't have to be planted in a garden bed. They can absolutely go in a pot. In fact, they are lovely in pots because you can shift them to where you see them. That's what I've done every year for quite a number of years now. I've always had tulips in pots and I've had jonquils and daffodils and freesias in the garden. But this year I'm mixing it up a bit. I have ventured out and I've put tulips in the garden. Not sure how they're going to go. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you because I don't know how they'll they'll go with the bore water, but giving them a go because previous years I've watered them with rainwater. But I'm going to talk you through how to find a good bulb, planting them in your garden or your pot, caring for them, all the things. So if you are someone that is new to bulb planting or you've tried it before with mixed success or you might even be an old hat, hopefully you might get something out of this podcast today that is going to help you get some beautiful color in your garden come spring. Okay, so when is the time to plant bulbs? Now, April, May is a perfect time to plant bulbs. So the big things that bulbs like are good drainage because if the water doesn't drain away and it sits there, that will cause the bulbs to rot. So you really need somewhere that's going to have good drainage. And they also need sunlight. So you want somewhere that's going to give them plenty of sun. A great thing with pots is you can move them. So sometimes it's good to have them in a little bit of shade early on just to protect them. And then once they start to come up, then shift them out into into the sun. So the thing to remember when you're planting bulbs is they are all different sizes. So you've got jonquils and daffodils and freesias and ranunculus and, and tulips. They're all different and they're all different sizes. So things to remember is that when you get them is to have a look at the bulbs and make sure there's no mold, make sure they're not light because that can happen and it means that they've died inside and gone all dry. Make sure they're not squishy. You want bulbs that look healthy and then they'll be strong and grow into hopefully strong plants. I try to put my tulips in the fridge before I plant them out and I have done for a few years now. If you haven't, don't panic. It's just a little trick we sometimes use because Australia doesn't get as cold as where tulips have originated from. So, and even obviously down south, you're going to get weather, but I guess up here in Queensland, even though we do get frosts, you know, we are April the 26th today and it is still quite warm outside. So the, the soil temperature isn't as cold as what it could be. So I have mine in the fridge. If you haven't, don't panic. 
one of the things to remember is before you plant the bulbs is you really want to prepare that soil. So you want to make sure that the soil has been worked over to about a 20 centimeter depth. And what I like to do is I get the fork in, I turn it all over, I add some slow release fertilizer, I get it all nice, soft and fluffy, and then I start to plant the bulb. When you're planting the bulb, the trick is you dig a hole that's two to three times the depth of the bulb. So have a look and and go with that. Drop the bulb. When you put it in, you want the pointy end up and the base, which is sort of the fatter end where the roots have either been before or you can see little traces of them, that goes down. If you get a bulb that looks funny or you're not quite sure, you can always plant them sideways. So that's a fail-safe method. They'll, They'll come up from that. But if you can, pointy end up. Then what you want to do is you want to cover it, cover it all over and lightly mulch, not too heavy. I'm not sure if I'm going to mulch mine or if I do, I might use sugarcane mulch rather than my barley mulch just because it is a bit lighter and those bulbs will be able to pop up through. You've got to remember that you know, a heavy layer of mulch is going to stop weeds. Well, it could potentially stop your bulbs as well. So just a light layer there. And then water in. So I like to give them a good amount of water and just to get those bulbs sort of kicked in and off they go. And then after that, I like to water weekly. And I also just monitor the weather around me. So if we're having a lot of rain, I won't water and depending, sometimes it'll be a good water every two weeks rather than say in summer where, you know, I'm watering every few days. Just because bulbs, if they get too much water, they can, like I said, rot. So I'd say a good water every week to two weeks. And then once they come up, you can monitor, monitor their growth rate. Just be mindful that there are little critters out there that might want to dig up your bulbs. So just be careful of them. Keep them in a spot you can watch. There's nothing worse than planting a whole heap of stuff and then you go out and they've all been dug up. That applies to puppies or dogs or, you know, they love that freshly worked over soil. Yeah, can be a pain in the ass. So if you're going to plant in a pot, rather than the soil. The same thing applies in those previous steps, but just make sure you've got a pot with the right, a good amount of depth. You don't want a shallow pot um, because some plants have quite big root, root systems and you want to use a really good quality potting mix. Some tips for bulbs is if you want to know what you've planted where, you can add tags. Look, I haven't, to be honest. I've just whacked them in and hoping for the best. Um, What you want to do is you want to make sure that the area that you've planted isn't, again, stepped on or trampled or has a high traffic area because that can damage them. Once your bulbs come up and then they start to flower, I like to fertilize again. So we've just fertilized the soil with a slow release fertilizer now when we've planted, when they come back up, when the plants come up and they start to flower, another slow release fertilizer. That's just going to help those flowers get a good, good kick along. 
I hope that has helped and I hope that it's given you some inspiration and some tips with how to plant and how to look after bulbs. They are really fantastic. If you are a newbie and you haven't planted bulbs before, freesias and jonquils are a really, really good place to start. Super easy and they are beautiful. When you want to add a bit more, definitely add in your tulips, your ranunculus. Those are amazing to look at too. And then you've got hyacinth and there's there's so many different options out there. I get my bulbs from Tesla's. Um, so that's T-E-S-S-E-L-L-E-L-A-A-R.net.au. They have an amazing range on there. But there are lots of Garden Express have them too. There's lots of different options. You can buy bulbs from Bunnings and your local hardware store. So there are lots of different options, but now is a perfect time to be planting them. And so I really highly recommend giving them a go, looking after them. And I hope that this will help you have some beautiful flowers come spring. And I can't wait to see your posts when they come up. Question of the week this week comes from Sally, who is near Roma, and Sally has asked, how damaging are ants to trees and roses and how do you control them? And I wanted to answer this question. We had quite a few come in this week, but I wanted to answer this question because right now I am going through an ant infestation and it is driving me crazy. So Sally, to answer your first question, how damaging are ants to trees and roses? They can be extremely damaging especially if you have a plant that is slightly fragile or new. If the ants get in and create nests around them, it does not take long for that plant to start to struggle and then the ants will really take over. I have a orange tree here. Uh, this orange tree would have to be, God, goodness, eight, eight years old at least. And the other day I really noticed it was looking a bit sad and I thought, oh, gee, what's going on? Because it's covered in oranges. And I've gone and had a look and it's completely infested with ants and they have been burrowing into it. So I've used ant dust. I've noticed I've lost or nearly lost a couple of roses as well. Ants love to be in pots and quite often in pots, you will start to notice a plant is sick and then it'll be dead because they just love being in there. Ants love a bit of damp. So if you're watering regularly and especially if you've got things like sleepers and that kind of thing as garden edges, they love all of those. So what can you do? I use an ant dust and previously I've just put it out where I've seen them. The other day I've put it out everywhere uh, just because I feel like they are currently <laughs> everywhere. And even yesterday where I put ant dust out, there were, there were little ones back. So I've put some more out. I would love to hear if anybody has any better methods. I looked at some of the other methods to control them and it just, for me, you know, it was, it was pretty hardcore. Some of the, some of the things to use, which a lot of people use and love and, and hats off to you. I think everybody's got to find something that works for them. At the moment, I'm finding, like I said, this ant dust does work. Um, but I'm just having to be a bit constant with it. And I decided to spread it out sort of everywhere, just hope to knock so many on the head because I feel like I, I get it out 
it controls them for a bit and then they build up again and and start to take over so those can be those can be some some tips that you can try um if you have ants in your kitchen uh one thing i tried the other day that someone told me about which was fantastic is you miss icing sugar with baking soda and leave it out and mix it up together the ants eat it and that that kills them and actually it's really worked I was I was amazed apparently baking soda is the same as borax but I didn't know that so that's something else you can try the other thing to remember is you really want to make sure your plants are healthy because like I said if they're if they're struggling or for for any reason that's when ants can really you know they can be living around but then they really sort of latch on to those plants so keep an eye on your plants keep an eye around the base of your plants under mulch they love to to be under mulch mulch so if you're having a wander around the garden just pull back your mulch in places and check that there aren't a heap of ants around the base of of the plant if you've got a plant that looks like it's struggling at the moment high highly likely it could be an ant infestation so have a look check it out there are lots of different options you can get to to control them at your hardware like i said i've got ant dust you just want to make sure it's it's um, you spread it thinly. Uh, they can be quite harmful to dogs, but I haven't had any issues. I've spread it thinly. I've put the mulch back on top and I've had no worries so far. So thank you so much for your question and I hope that has helped, Sally. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. You can tune in next week to another episode of Grow Your Patch. And if you are loving this podcast, I would really appreciate it if you could give it a rating and review on wherever it is you are listening to it from. Doing that just means it bumps it up and other people will be able to find this podcast and hopefully we can help other people grow their patches as well. In the meantime, if you'd like to see what happens in my life behind the scenes, you can give me a follow. I am a country mum on Instagram. See you next week.